Okay, Marcus, uh, what do we got? We're going to go for about an hour and a bit today. But what do you got? Uh, what do you got on your list of things to talk about? Has, has anything happened this week? <laughs> uh, has anything happened in the last hour? Yeah, There's always exactly. th- stuff to talk about. Speaking of us, I think we should. A lot of people are stunned to find out that you have a website because they listen to it via podcast and that I have a website. So let's bring that up. We have uh, my website, escapethenewnormal.com. I have all my shows. They are uncensored. Uh, all the shows that are censored off YouTube, et cetera. You don't have to worry about that. You can just go to escapethenewnormal.com and click on The Marcus Allen Show. And on today's show, I'm temporarily titling it, This is the Number One Problem with Going to Doctors. And then okay. if you want, you can go to Tim's site, which you just mentioned, fakeologist.com, click on the blog. And Tim, what is the serial number for tonight's show if they want to look it up? It's actually, it says here, 555, three, three double nickels in a row. I remember that from last week. Okay. <laughs> no, I think we're okay. I think it's, <clears> I, sometimes I do screw up in the numbering. No, last week it was 540. It was 550. And now we're 555. Okay, cool. So search for that. Lots of fives. Yeah. So I have, um, let's just get right to it. The reason why I titled the headline, this is the number one problem we're with going to doctors is I never forget that doctors have a huge conflict of interest, which is if they fix our ills, they don't get paid. Does anyone here dispute that? No. No. Tim, do you dispute that? That they have a huge conflict of interest? If they don't fix our ills, they don't get paid. So if we're healthy, they don't get paid. Isn't that a conflict of interest? Yeah, we, yeah we've said that many times. You've do you do you agree with that, though? I think so. I think so. I think I agree with that. It's sort of upside-down world, but they're, they're glorified pharmaceutical salesmen, and now more than ever, it's been very obvious. So I'm going to send you a series in the private chat, Tim, if you can play it, because you got the supercomputer to do it. Okay. A YouTube, uh, several YouTube videos, and I was just minding my own business, and I went to YouTube while I was eating dinner, and I saw this video. Bob and Brad, and and I'd recommend watching the whole seven minutes. Physical therapist on the internet, in okay. our opinion, opinion, of course. Did we ever say that before? Yeah, I think so. Uh, today, and I'm I can't see it on your screen, by the way, Tim. Bob and Brad. Oh, right, because I had your screen on there. I had your obituary page. Yeah, we'll get to that. Bob and Brad. About four years ago, I was uh, running on the treadmill. Something you've done for years. Yeah. uh, Yeah, stop anytime you have any questions. I was losing my balance. And I thought it was because I was getting old, as I am. But over time, it got worse. So I saw. You're gonna dial your your audio down a bit, Marcus. The uh, pair says you're very loud. That's okay. I got you. And they okay. Involvement of my cerebellum. And you won't know what that is. It's a part of the brain that involves balance and coordination right what's wrong with uh the guy in the right is he had a- i was waiting i was how long would it take you to say something yeah so this guy or so these two guys bob and brad i've been following them forever for some reason i haven't heard from them forever and then it showed up in my feed today okay and he's basically letting the audience know that he has something called ataxia okay have you ever heard of ataxia? 
Well, I I use Uber now. <laughs> boom boom. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nice. Uh, I think it's. it's I'm sure uh, Diego uh, has. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the disorder that affects. Or, yeah. yeah, it affects their coordination and balance, and I, I guess through some of their speech as well. Right. So Tunax in the chat just hit it. Guess what causes ataxia? Well, that's my new joke. Everything caused. Everything is vaccine damage now in my world. Uh huh. Yeah, it's um. It's chicken pox can cause ataxia. Yeah. Okay. Monkey pox, chicken pox, varicella. We're hearing all these words sounding whatever's going wrong with people. So this video is really sad because I'm going to show you a contrast of what he used to sound like not too long ago. Yeah. I just have a minutes, by the way, because we have too many, too many yeah, voices. I'm just waiting for you to say something. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I was I was seeing how long it would take you to say what's wrong. It was with hard, the right. video was killing me right at the beginning. I was already ready to die. So take a look at this this video and see the difference. Hi, I'm Bob, Bob and Brad. Hi, Bob. And I'm Brad of Bob and Brad, and together we are the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. In, in our, our opinion. opinion, of course. Did we ever so, say that before? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, today I'm going to tell you what has happened to me. Wait, is that the old one? Yeah, you played the right. same one. I was, I was, say, I was just checking to make, see, make sure people were paying attention there. Uh, Bob, <laughs> and Bob and Brad. Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists. The cut and paste didn't work right. Hi, folks. I'm Bob Schrupp, physical therapist. Well, I'm not physical therapist. Together we have the most famous physical therapist on the internet. Oh, he's speaking a lot faster, obviously. So, yeah. That's too, yeah. That sucks. I don't like to see anyone that's injured or damaged. So that sucks. That that's really bad. So obviously they're fully injected and they're promoting it and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. Well, good for them. You know, gonna be short a lot of doctors. Good. Mm -hmm. He, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. You know, it's funny you say that, Frank. Have you? Let's see if anyone knows the uh, can complete this phrase. Play stupid games. This is a common theme on the internet when it comes to injections. Okay. No one, no one knows the rest. I don't know. No. That Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Okay. Yeah. I never heard that. Have you heard that, Diego? Wait, Diego? <laughs> Diego fell off. Okay. Maybe I'm he played the game. That's funny. Okay. And let, this kind of dovetails into my question to you, Marcus. Is sure. Justin Bieber faking it? Uh, it's a great question. Thank you for that. I asked my son, uh, Tyler, who's 21 years old. And Tyler is me times 10 when it comes to, I, I call him the picker. When, like, If I owned a business and I wanted to hire employers, I, employees, I'd run them all through Tyler. And he would know in a glance whether they're a good fit or not. So I asked him about that. And he said, yes, he was not faking it. Hey, and the reason I think uh, he, I agree with that is because. It's in here. Uh, okay, you're going to play. I wanted to update you guys on. Look at his left nostril. It doesn't move. That's impossible to do if you're faking it, I think. From my face. Hmm. Um, I have. 
this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. And it is from this virus. Okay. That, so you don't think he's faking it? Or that, that, that eye movement thing is really – I tried to do it. I tried to, and I couldn't do it either. Now, maybe I'm just not talented, but I think it's, I think it would be very hard to do that on purpose. Or he's a very good actor. But my, my, I would tend towards he's not faking it. Okay. Well, if you were going to go to that extreme, um, have you guys ever been frozen at the dentist? Yes. I don't yes. go to a dentist, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, you, what is you've frozen never in? been to a dentist, Marcus. Surely I haven't been to a dentist in in twenty. Yeah, oh, I've been to a dentist for my son's root canal. He chipped, chipped his tooth and had needed a root canal. But and my yeah. wife's going to a dentist tomorrow for a root canal. Well, well the point yeah, is, when you were a when child, your straight parents would have taken you there. For I, sure. I, I I got I, we talked about that last week. I got four fillings when I was eleven years old, and yeah, and so you would it. have had the numb thing where you tried to drink a cup of tea. Oh, for, is that what you mean by frozen? Yeah. Tim? Yeah, you would have been frozen and it really does screw up um quite a bit on one side. Oh, I see. So you're you're saying that they purposely injected him to act? I think they could have. That would that definitely would be in the realm of possibilities if I was going to simulate this. Or it could or, be CGI. It could be CGI. No. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It could be anything, but I just don't think that uh, if he's worth money and they want to keep um keep this horse in the race for a few more years, they're going to damage him. No. There's too many people that know what's going on. They protect their investment. He's worth a lot of money. To me, if it was real, they would not allow this to have spread virally. They would have shut it down. I don't think things naturally go viral yeah. against the narrative unless they want it to go viral. So yeah. that's things, the way I look at it. Things are authorized. Yeah. I mean, it was all over. The, I mean, it was all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, they can shut that down very quick on Twitter. Right. Or Instagram in this case. Right. Now, Tiago, you're making a little wind noise, so I'll let you talk because you have some uh, information. Uh, yeah, I just sent you the uh, chart on um, on your Facebook there. I, I don't know how to upload it on Restream here, but I just sent it to you if you want to post it up uh Oh, the, you got a chart. Okay. Yeah, okay. just to explain to people. I was having trouble getting on Facebook tonight, believe it or not. So, Tiago, you see where it says private chat with an arrow up? Yeah, that's where I went. I don't see where I can attach a, a chart on there. Oh, you you don't have a link. You have an attachment. Yeah. I got you. Well, well no, if you see private chat, can you just make the arrow go up? And then you'll see a, a, a space to put a message. Yeah, yeah but you I can't put a file. I can't put a file on there. Oh, a file. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe uh, I have to go look at downdetector.com and see if Facebook is down. At least it is for me. Yeah, it's working on oh. my end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that thing there with uh, Justin Bieber, it can be, it, it's probably real in terms of maybe not the facial paralysis, but uh, in terms of the message that they want out there. And the message is obviously this. Uh, so-called virus that he, he uh, contracted and uh, you know it's just making it more you know it's normalizing it more so when more people do eventually get this quote-unquote virus it's it's a normal thing right and, and people are not gonna say anything oh I got what Justin Bieber got uh, the facial paralysis 
I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, it's just it's just to put the message out there on what they want to normalize the situation. Because you they, think he's making it. it? It's hard to say. Uh, you got CGI out there, which which can uh, do actually duplicate his voice and and duplicate those uh, eye movements and facial uh, movements of paralysis. So it's really difficult to say. But uh, at the end of the day. I think the important thing is 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 the message that they want mm -hmm. out there, and and mm -hmm. that that this virus, which we all know is nonsense, um, that way it normalizes. So that way, when your neighbors get it, and they get the facial paralysis, it's normalized. They're just going to say, "Well, I got what Justin Bieber got. It's no big deal. It'll it'll eventually go away." Yeah, or it won't. Or it won't, and I'll just look like Justin Bieber for the rest of my life. How bad could that? Yeah. Be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, what if you uh, decided it's, to get jabbed? Yeah. Not. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking like them. Frank, could you uh, a little closer to the mic, please? Want to get? And then you heard you guys heard that Fauci has the it has it, which I doubt, but they put that out. So I agree with Diego. It's all about actually every public health officer has it this week. It's yeah. going, yeah. It's, it's a message. Actually, it's absolutely a message. It's not a Toronto public health person got it. Um, Trudeau just got it. Trudeau, yeah. It it was a. It was literally a siren call, a bat signal to the world. All top propagandists, you've got it this week, which I guess is because it's coming into summer, they all need a couple <laughs> weeks off. So take a vacation, two weeks, everyone go away. Airports are, uh, get on your private jet and start, take a, take a break, a well-deserved break for you propagandists. That's how I read that message. Yeah. Okay, I've got the chart up on the screen here. We have a thick yellow bar that seems to project around the 12,000 mark, and uh, yeah, we're, 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 just, we're just bouncing all over the place. Yeah, so you see, uh, you see at the beginning of that yellow bar um, where the price yep. took off at the beginning there? Mm -hmm. So right there and then, I, at that point there, as a trader, I already know that there's going to be a lot of buy orders there. And so what I was talking about a couple of days ago is uh, there's a large institute, there's large institutional orders right at the, right at that mark there. Right. So I, I and those institutional orders, uh, like I said before, you guys have to picture that like a magnet. So the price is going to is going to be so attracted to, to those institutional orders. And there's right now there's about I would say about nine or ten billion dollars worth of institutional orders at that yellow line. Hey, Tiago, um, can I interrupt? What, can you give us like a time frame what we're looking at? It, it's difficult to say. It, it, I no, would no, say, I'm, I'm sorry. The, this chart that you're showing, is it a day? Is it a year? Is it a, a uh, 10 I think that I think that's a weekly t time frame there. No, okay. no. This, right here uh, where my cursor is, yep. close yes. to the left, that's 2017. Oh, yeah, that's so yeah, but the the actual time frame is a weekly time frame. So if you go up to if you look up to the left top left hand corner, you'll see the word weekly there. Oh so right, week yeah, weekly up here. It's very hard to see, but yeah, yeah. So these are weeks that go yeah. by and they're all jammed. <laughs> yeah, so okay, I'm sorry week. to interrupt. I just wanted some reference on that. Yeah, so no problem. So the the uh, bar that yellow bar there, that's a large about ten nine or ten billion dollars worth of institutional money, and there's orders waiting there right now. I can see them on the chart. Um, you guys can't see it. I can see it on my charts here. And there's a there's a ton of orders there. So that price, 1,000% is going to be coming right back down to those institutional orders. And as soon as those institutional orders get get filled, um, and they can be fi all filled within a matter of seconds, or it can take yeah. hours or a few days to fill, um, then the price is going to start marching uh, northwards on uh, going up. 
Mm. Again. Get your orders in. Yeah. When it's down there in the yellow. But it okay. will be coming down to that level. It will be coming down to the $10,000 level. Absolutely, 1,000%. Now, the famous thing in science, Tiago, is that the observer changes the outcome of the result, changes the outcome of the experiment. Is it possible that your observation will change the outcome? Uh, would it, the, unless those institutional orders change, it's the only thing that's going to change. Uh, unless they change from 10,000 to, uh, to, let's say, 15,000, for example, and they change their orders, which yeah. I, I hardly ever see the institutional guys doing that. So they want the reason why they want that price to come down is because there's a lot of buy orders all the way down, all the way down the trough, up down to right down to ten thousand dollars. So that means that they're going to knock those stops, uh, all those stops. They're going to take everybody's money on the way down. Is basically what that means because there was a lot of idiots around the world that put buy orders on there all the way down to ten thousand, and now the institutional guys. They're going to take all their money on the way down because they probably got short positions, and then and then they're going to refill major orders down at the ten eleven thousand dollar level. Tim, can yeah. you put the chart back up? Well, oh, what okay. I what I, I guess what I'm going to suggest is that it is possible that the that the major institutes will change that ninety eight hundred. So I'm I guess I'm suggesting you modify your theory about the filling of the orders rather than the number. Because as you know, if we see the order, the the dollar amount that they place, sorry, the yes. target price they get, if that alters, we will need to know that. Uh, yeah, I, I will let you guys know. And 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 to be honest with you, I've rarely, rarely, rarely ever seen massive institutional orders being changed. Very rare. They know what they're doing. Like I said, the reason why they but want let's be fair, it is twenty twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 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 knocking out everybody's stop. They're gonna knock out everybody's stops on there because all these guys have stop orders on there and they're and they're gonna destroy everybody all on the way down. Because what you're hearing what I'm hearing, I started laughing today, is all these guys on YouTube saying, Oh no, but start buying at 18, start buying at 15, and these people are gonna get wiped out when that price comes all the way down to ten or eleven thousand or whatever it is, right? And in that area. Um, so that, so I'm just waiting. I'm waiting patiently. As soon as it gets to that area, I told Tim I'm putting uh, ten contracts on there, and away we go. The then, cynic in me tells me that the people who scream "No, buy at 18 are probably the ones shorting the market. It's a reverse pump. Oh, uh, come on, might, Marcus, that's ridiculous. They, they all, they all, they're trying. They're, <laughs> they're trying to. They're getting all these people to, 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 to you know, do uh, buy market orders on there right now at 18 at 20 at 15 and they're going to get wiped out they're going to get they're going to get uh, killed on there are you and familiar with alex becker uh he's the guy who does uh who does uh that youtube uh yeah. he has the software for the youtube channel there yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's telling nuts. everyone to buy right now he's nuts because he, right. he, he doesn't see the market or he doesn't see those market orders or, or he's in on it well let's or be he, fair we know he's that he's not it. nuts <laughs> Well, he's make well he he's he's uh, yeah he's probably shorting he's probably got a ton of shorts going down, but he I can tell you for sure, unless he's got some sort of inside connections that he's not seeing where those market orders are, so he might he might be doing he might have so much equity, where he can the price can drop against his orders you know ten thousand dollars in price and he's still okay he's still got margin, 
Uh, but the majority of people are not going to be like that, right? The majority of the people are going to have a $10,000 account. <clears throat> They're going to lay down one or two contracts. The price is going to move $5,000 against them, and that's it. They're going to get margin called, and they're going to get stopped out, and they're going to lose all that money. That's the that's the majority. Okay, but what if what if you're like me? I just yeah. I just buy it. You know, I'm not doing it on a margin call. It's just I bought yeah. the I bought the asset. I've got it. Yeah. Say eleven thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, some number. Um, it doesn't affect me what they do, does it? No, not at all. No, not at all. So if you, you know, if, at, if it's, so yeah. if I buy at eleven thousand um, dollars, yeah, which is probably what I would do. Yeah, I like that. And, and then okay, so I miss out on two grand. It's really in the in the scheme of things. I agree with you, that Frank. On that, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's Frank. You, what, what you're saying there is absolutely true. Yeah, one one thousand percent. I'm giving you guys where all the concentrated market orders are with all the institutional orders. Now, let's say for example by you know when all is said and done let's say the low was actually nine thousand before it took off to a hundred thousand looking back okay now we're looking back in time if frank got in there at eleven thousand and the low went down to nine thousand that's okay frank still is gonna make you know a ton of money because this thing's you know it shot up to a hundred grand let's say or sixty grand or whatever so you're right but i'm gonna try to pinpoint the most appropriate time when this is gonna happen and i'll, I'll definitely let all you guys know can you happen. can you tell us more I, about I'm that? Ju I'm just I'm just going to be honest with you, Tiago, on the basis of what you said. Providing I can work out how to actually do it, yeah. Which which I must say I'm I'm a, I'm obviously a way behind the uh, the learning curve on that. But I will probably buy, you know, some uh, Masonic number like eleven thousand or well, eleven thousand and eleven thirty three or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. and and that'll do me. And, and you'll I'll be fine. Yes, and you'll be, and you're you're going to do just fine. And the, like I said, the majority of these people, they're not seeing these large institutional orders yeah. there. And I don't see, to be honest with you guys, I don't see. You're going to laugh, but I don't see no institutional orders on a buy level from twenty thousand all the way to ninety eight hundred to ten thousand area. There's none, absolutely none. So why people would be buying at like eighteen thousand or seventeen or whatever? I, it, it's beyond yeah. me. They're going to get and, killed. But I, I said, I said it to you the other day. That once the institutions start filling like crazy at 9,800, that thing might pop up quite quickly. So Frank's strategy yes. of buying on the way down, if uh, if you buy into your theory based on your evidence, then it, if you want to buy in a relaxed environment, 11 might you might not get filled if you wanted to start buying when the big institutions order was getting filled on the way up, you might not see 11. It might just, and that's been it. my experience in shares. I've got to tell yeah, you. Yeah. I think that's a great strategy. If you, you have to pick a bottom that you, that Diego has provided evidence for and just in a nice relaxed fashion, one day walk in and get your bill at around 11 and you'll be fine because oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I think the updraft, you won't see 11. <laughs> yeah, and it's just that. a case of people focusing on cost rather than profit right you know yes. don't you know lots of businesses lots of things people do they focus on their costs more than they focus on you know the possibilities yeah absolutely and so yeah. and so they're slow to react slow to get in that's all yeah i'll give you i'll give you guys ample warning i'll tell you one thing i was on a uh, a zoom call today with three uh traders from england uh three of my friends that i trade with uh we're in a private uh trading room sometimes and uh 
we're we're salivating. We can't wait to this. All of us, and they're way bigger <laughs> traders than me. These guys trade a million dollars probably every single week, right? And I'm waiting. One of them just actually uh, sent me his live trading account, and he's got four million bucks in there, right? And the profit for the month was three point two million. So you know, he, you know, yeah, you know, Ab, you need powerful. to you need to get um get going and making a film about this. Who me? Yeah, or someone. We need to get a film of of what's going on with all this stuff. You know, it should. Yeah. Um, oh, there's you know, lots of financial films about the excitement generated amongst the FACO, <laughs> yeah. FACO uh, cohort, well, and and if it, and well, if it all goes bust, we can all you know have pictures of us crying on our spilt milk, and if it all takes <laughs> off, we can all be well celebrating thing- like we've just landed the rover. On yeah, one, th- one thing I ask you all, you gentlemen and everybody listening, is you guys got to do me one favor. When this works out and it comes down to that price level and then it starts mm-hmm. marching on forward to 100000 and if you guys, you know, make a, you know, a pretty good profit on, even if it's $100 or $50 that you put in there, you guys got to all do me a favor and at least give Tim a little taste. And uh, <laughs> donate. Yeah, give, I think it's only fair. It's only fair that you, you guys give, give you Tim the a taste. little. You're the one. No, with I'm good. No, you you guys give Tim here at Fakeologist.com. He put together a nice platform, and you get and everybody That's gives nice him a little taste on. on. Yeah, give him a little bit of a taste on PayPal. Absolutely. You know That's what? All the people in the yeah. audience, not the current group. You guys are. Yeah. All if I put a thousand dollars in, if I was part, of, you know, in the audience, and I made, you know, pretty good money based on this. I, you know, I would definitely take 10%, at least five or 10% of that. And I would definitely pay yeah. college. And if Absolutely. you lose everything, lose my website name. Just <laughs> you even heard of me. <laughs> Just lose my number. Okay. Let's move. Let's keep moving. Cause uh, we want a fast moving show that we did a whole show this week. So if they want to come back for the next financial show, they'll have to tune in to the schedule. Tim, if you turn if you turn on my screen real quick, I'll tell you why I wouldn't yeah. invest a single penny in any crypto. Yeah. Well, I was hoping we'd get the opposing view. Go ahead and look at the scrolling. Look at the scroll. <clears throat> Bitcoin down. It. Bitcoin down ten point seventeen percent in twenty four hours. Ethereum down thirteen point sixty five percent. Which is what Tiago is brilliantly uh, pointed out the reason for. Why? But why would you put any money into something that is that? ridiculous where it where today you can lose 13 percent of your portfolio tomorrow it can go up 12 percent. that's crazy well for the average person i agree but Diego's yeah. a trader so this oh is i'm not talking about he, he's he's gonna he's gonna yeah he's yeah. gonna that's his job yeah, i'm talking yeah. about the average buffoon like me the average joe should probably buy something super steady and not yeah treat this as an investment for sure currency I speculations agree. highly speculative yes. and there's high risk and it's and rigged. You don't risk anything you can't afford to kiss goodbye. And it's rigged. It's not free market. Well, that that's another. Diego's proving it with that yellow line. There's a well, bunch there of rich people. What's that? What's well, that from? I, I, I agree. Big fish move the market. That's rigged. Well, they're called market movers for a reason, aren't they? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's in, uh, you know what? That's in every market. About five minutes before we came on the show here, I seen the exact same setup, what I'm showing you guys here in crypto on the mm-hmm. US dollar Swiss franc currency pair. Same thing. All these big guys are right here at, at the 9680 uh, level here on the US Swiss franc. And uh, it triggered the price at that uh, moment in time. And l- I literally put a bunch of contracts on there. 
and uh, now they got triggered. They got triggered. Their orders got triggered. I could see it here on the screen. And right now, I'm uh, in the last half hour. I'm up about four thousand dollars here, US. So it is real. What Marcus is saying is real. The institutional traders and investors do move the market. Absolutely. Yeah. I have one more point. Then we'll move on to my yeah. promise. Yeah, let's move on. The 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 price, the market price of every cryptocurrency is correlated to the Dow Jones to the. It's supposed to be the Bitcoin and crypto is supposed to be the antithesis, the opposite of the Dow Jones Industrial, the S and P, Nasdaq, etc. It literally moves the same direction. It that is total rigging, total rigging. It's supposed to be the opposite. It's supposed to be like gold. Like when gold goes down, the stock market goes up. It is completely correlated to crypto. Uh, for now, until the debt market explodes. And then you're, you're going to see a divergence uh, from the S&P, NASDAQ, and cryptos. But you're right. For now, it's lately, it's been you know absolutely the same. But the divergence is going to come when that money from the debt market starts moving and, and the, the market actually starts crashing in, eight, in 18 months or 24 months. Because what you're going to see is all that money going into gold, silver, and cryptos as a haven because because people are scared. At that point, you're then you're going to see a change. But right now, it'll remain the same, yes. I rest okay. my case, Your Honor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it, I think it, just to come full circle i mean for people like you know the average joe like us betting your house on this thing is not smart we we simply do not know what these guys are going to do you know yeah all of these things are bets really yeah I, they're they're what yeah well they're a high probability right because now you know where the institutional orders are but for the regular person who, who can't see them you guys can't see them on the screen you that's why you guys get taken all the time because you don't know where those orders are right? but, but i would i would make the the observation that um my auntie gave to me a long time ago and i didn't take it you don't be greedy you know if if you if this works out for you you don't need you know, on the on what Tiago is saying, to bet your house, you can bet a small amount and make enough money to pay your house off. I mean, if if Tiago is correct and this is going to go to one hundred and fifty, then you don't need to put a lot in. You know, no, you absolutely, your you're right. Oh, absolutely, you are one. I, and I told people here a couple of days sure. ago. I, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying these things. What do you call it? making these things explicit rather than have it implicit? Yes, yes, fifty dollars, a hundred bucks, uh, you know, whatever, you know, you know, very small amount, just to play around and see what happens. And uh, you know, you, you know, I, like I said, I do this all the time. So for me, I'm going to put you know ten contracts down. But but you guys, everybody in the audience, have fun with it. You know, it's a, it's a game. Yeah. It's it's a gambling game, and you have to know what you're doing. And you, and uh, like Frank said, most people lose money. That's because they don't know where any of these orders are. But uh, that's the first step. But uh, yeah, we'll move on. Okay. Marcus, let's move on to. So I have, um, I've been collecting a bunch of super show questions. Do you guys want to go with those? Yes. Sure. Okay, ready? Relevant. And we'll just go, we'll go real quick. Ginger or Marianne? Marianne. <laughs> Ginger. Wow. Where the heck are you getting these? Yeah. Marianne. I'm with Marianne. I'm one of them guys. She is Mr. hot. Towel. Uh, Ginger looks like she'll, she's a good girl with bad habits. 
<laughs> Tim, you, you don't have a ginger hands, American? Adam Zeppel. This, this is Howell. <laughs> this is Howell right? What's your death row meal? Oh, this is totally random, huh? Oh, wow. Scouse. Lobster. Um, I never thought of that. We'll come back to you. How much cash is in your wallet? Couple hundy. Yeah, me too. Now, is that a couple hundy in Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars? Yeah. What, what is it? Yep, yep. Canadian. Canadian. I'm Canadian, Canadian man. Yeah. Frank, how much? How much is in your wallet? Well, that's I, a commercial here have, in the United States. I, I don't have a wallet, but I, you know, keep a fair chunk in cash. Yep. He's not going to say. Something tells me it's 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 more than a hundy. It's it's chunky, yeah. I keep I keep a chunky amount in cash. Yep. Gotcha. Why are the powers that be pushing the transgender queer agenda on kids so much? By the way, these aren't my questions. These are questions submitted to me. Oh wow. Okay. That I was supposed to answer on my own show, but I'd like you guys to answer. Depo depopulation, confusion, yeah, disorientation. Just on this particular topic, to prove how old I am, I found it yesterday how old I am. Yeah. At the at the Bunnings, which is like the equivalent of your Home Depot in the USA, um, two young men were um, pr providing me with assistance. Both of them had painted fingernails. <laughs> Are they rainbows? And I guess the thing that surprised me most was my difficulty in accepting that. You know, I was, mm, okay. My chi was disturbed by it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I see that all the time here. My chi is disturbed every day. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the biggest thing going right now, all the corporations with rainbow uh, icons on their yep. uh, corporate logos it's it's beyond in, in australia they're providing extra extra leave to people transitioning really yeah. oh my I've god heard that. a lot of that mm -hmm. yeah i need lots of leave uh i think I it's woolworths and the anz bank lots of leave like three months oh good I'm they should do it for I'm six full months pay. i'm full <laughs> pay good leave them at home <laughs> i'd be happy i'd be like give them all year round man now, the disorientation the disorientation agenda is real there's wow. so much going on all on the social media because of course it's it's pride gay pride month now and we'll probably be extending that to the whole summer next year so just I'll, I'll be honest i think most of the stuff going on now if not all is to distract people from the impact of the jabs Mm -hmm. But this has been going on for years and years and years. June has sure. been rainbow month, rainbow. They just keep pushing it longer and larger and bigger. And uh, I personally even think many traditional, if there's such a thing, homosexual men and women are just, they're sick of it. They, they don't even like it if I wanted to make a generalization. I can tell you with gay people in my family, they are very disturbed by this. Hmm. They don't like the publicity either. Most people are not out to promote their everything. Right. 
Next question, is the stock market due for a crash soon despite the 2020 flash crash? If so, is that good timing to get commodity stocks? I hope we have one person who can answer that in the room. Yeah, yeah it's definitely going to. Yeah, is that we've been, yeah, we've been, yeah, it, it'll be crashing. Absolutely. And uh, commodities, you mean like uh, gold mining companies and. All that kind of stuff. Is um, that what you again, mean? it was a question submit. I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Is that we've been, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it'll be. Oh, sorry, guys. I, and, uh, I got the Telegram app mean, streaming. Like, uh, gold mining companies and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Is um, that what you again, mean? it was a question submit. I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Is that we've been, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, nice. It'll be sorry, yeah, guys. I, and, uh, I got the Telegram app mean, streaming. Like, uh, gold mining companies. Sorry about that. I was trying to get the telegram <laughs> not streaming, guys. So there's mass confusion there. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. I, I've so, got a report yeah, it, that yeah. none of the links are working for the show at the moment. Oh, okay. Takeotube is working. Yeah. I've just got Next. someone trying to listen to the show that can't get through. They can't uh, get anything on. Ready for I the next the question? Point. I yeah. got five people listening to the audio stream, so that should so, be worth So uh, before you move on about yep. about the commodity Stop. stocks thing, I have to say that I my intuition is that we're heading for something like what happened to the Manizer Mining Company in the early 80s, where there was a um, Australia's largest company on the, on the stock exchange in the early 80s was Mount Isa Mines. It was gigantic um, in every way. And by the way, the, the actual organization still is gigantic. But what happened was they said that there was some foreign exchange trade that they'd made, which resulted, you know, through some reason or other, that the company got sold off at practically nothing to Glencore, a very famous um Swiss, uh, Swiss-based um, American-owned company, um, and it just—it was just who knows how that could have happened. That that this particular excuse, which is no different to all the excuses we get for all these crazy things that happen, you know, like the First World War starting because of. But you know, I, when you're talking about commodity companies, you know, this this set of circumstances. I suspect that companies like BHP and Rio Tinto uh, are about to, one way or another, leave Australia as a result of some weird thing going on. It'll be totally implausible, but they are the major resource companies in the world. Yes, that's possible. Okay, I think next is Russia. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tega. No, sorry, I was just going to say one last thing. I think their major change with Rio Tinto and uh, the other large Australian companies there uh, is is their diversification in, in energy, transitioning to uh, the green bullshit nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's just geez. absolutely bonkers. You know, and yeah. they're selling off their coal assets for just pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Well, they know it's coming. They've been told already. Yeah. They've all been paid. Yeah. Okay, next. 
Okay. Next, is Russia anti-New World Order, or are they all in the same club? Oh, let me answer. Okay. That's what you're here for. Go. Jabs, anyone that jabs is in the club. Does Russia jab? Yep. With Sputnik. Sputnik, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, they're big on it. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Do you you agree? 1,000%. One thousand percent. Tim and I was just talking about this a couple of days ago, and uh, they are nothing. It is the world stage is nothing more than a movie theater with all different actors and actresses. That's it. Period. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they're involved. That's it. It's that simple. Okay. Does anyone here have a desire to write a book? If so, what would it be about? I do. Yeah, I thought about. I actually been thinking about writing. Uh, once I finish uh, trading, is writing a forex book, foreign currency book, and okay. uh, and uh, with all everything that I've ever learned and putting it in there and selling. Yeah, just putting it on there. Anyone else? Well, I think I should write a book called How to Take Care of Your Penis, just simply because <laughs> e- even if it has absolutely no content at all, it's got to sell, hasn't it? Oh, dude, I've changed. I, I always list your, your website on my site in the companion notes. And I had to change the, your original title to Frank McManus's webpage or website because I've had too many people <laughs> contacting me about it. I'm like, no, enough. <laughs> I bet you it would be a bestseller. 100%. Yeah. Tim, do you got a book in you? And if so, what would be? No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing a book. Okay. I have a book I listed um, in the companion notes. I wrote a book. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's called Ty Lopez, 713 Best Quotes and Quips Revealed to Help You Live the Good Life. I'm a, Everyone hates Ty Lopez, and when people hate someone, I look into it, and I literally took all of his tips. I binge-watched and went to his Twitter account and wrote down all of his tips, put it into a book. He loved it, and it's great. So if you want to see that, you can do that. Again, I'll put it in the companion notes. Next, are you guys optimistic or pessimistic about the next five years? Well, I'm optimistic that the new Jerusalem is going to descend from heaven. <laughs> I can't tell if you got tongue in cheek on this or not. I'm not tongue in cheek. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I think we're at that time. I think it's all, it's all happening. Okay. Does that mean you're optimistic or pessimistic? You didn't answer. You didn't answer the question. <laughs> uh, I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm personally optimistic about my future. Yes. Okay, Diego. I'm very uh, optimistic about my future, but I'm very pessimistic about uh, the majority of the population in the world. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Tim. Yeah, I'm um, cautiously optimistic. That um, they may have they may have w- awakened a giant, but um, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. And as you know, all throughout me doing these audios, I've always been uh, a, the most pessimistic optimist on the planet. So I'll leave it at that. Next, will the powers that be? Come on, no, come on, come on, come on. Go. That's a cop out. Oh, I'm very, let's, as you know, let's, I'm very, let's, let's I'm have very a more detailed oh, okay. explanation sure. for us people. I'm very short term pessimistic. 
and medium to long-term, very optimistic. I think it's going to get rougher um, as we go. And then people will finally break out of their spell. Enough of them, 15% will break out of their spell and it will stop what they're trying to do to us. I don't think what they're doing to us is going to come through. And what's your view of what they are trying to do to us? Well, it's all about transhumanism. There's no doubt. I think it's about bringing. What's, I think what's it's the game of, of transhumanism? Us. Yeah, I think it's about getting rid of us. <laughs> okay, so if you pull up my screen, Tim, pull up my screen again. Okay. You asked me about the my three local funeral homes. If I keep looking at the stats, and here we go. Today is uh, June sixteenth. The last obituary was June fourteenth. Then June eleventh then June 10th, then June 6th, then June 5th, and 3rd, 3rd, 1st. So it's actually the least amount of deaths I've seen on the obituaries in my community that I've seen in two and a half years. It spiked in December of 2020, and then it's been downhill, and then it came up a little bit maybe three, four months ago, and now it's at the lowest it's been in two and a half years. Wow. So if they're really killing all – I know Frank's going to disagree – but he, he lives on the other side of the earth, and maybe it's different there. But here, where I live, I'm not seeing the deaths. Now, are people getting sick? This is a question for, for Tiago, a little little side note here. Tiago, is there a reason why me my two and my two sons, we faint when we see an ambulance come? And it doesn't matter what's happening in the restaurant we were at today. It was actually very minor, but the ambulance people came rushing in and we all wanted to faint. Is there, is that unusual or is that typical? Is no, there a reason? Normal. Why yeah, is that normal? Just, it's just what you have associated uh, in your, in your heads uh, to what, you know, to a, to an ambulance or the paramedics, right? Some people uh, like me, when I see a para, a, an ambulance unit uh, going by and the paramedics are there, uh, doesn't phase me not in the least, right? I was a, a medic for 17 years. So, um, it's 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 different. I mean, uh, it's just what you're associating to an ambulance. That's all. So I'm getting sick thinking about it right now. I'm ready yeah. to pass out. Yeah, because you're you're probably you have neuro associative things in your mind that you're thinking about in terms of an ambulance. Might have been a, a bad uh, experience with you or a family member or a close friend. Something happened, um, so, you know, in in that timeline. But uh, with you with you not seeing the deaths there in uh, Pennsylvania, you you like. You still have to look at. There's a lot of different dynamics. Uh, it, that doesn't account for people that are actually getting maimed and hurt from these things. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, it, and and it also the uh, uh, you know how they rolled out the vaccines in the state of Pennsylvania or specifically in your area. Um, do they have uh, the same amount of vaccines that were lethal in that area? All you know, all this kind of stuff goes into play. Um, because you're right, there are some areas where I've noticed there, the deaths haven't gone up that much. But then there's areas, pockets in the United States and Canada and Australia where it's just crazy. Um, mm. So it just leads me to believe that uh, maybe some of these, uh, when they you know rolled out these vaccines in these areas, some were much more dangerous in terms of concentration of whatever junk they had in there. And some weren't. It's, maybe it's just that simple. Um, so we'll, you know, it, it takes a, you probably have to look at it maybe a little deeper, uh, in terms of ER visits at your local hospital there in terms of cardiac arrests, strokes, chest pains, that would probably be a little bit better gauge on what's going on. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've uh, shared I, a window, Marcus. I've shared a window. Okay. Sure. If you can see that. I don't see anything can in the see? window. It's black on my end. Mine's saying um, is sharing a window. Which window are you sharing, though? Because I don't see anything in it. I don't know if you can see your list of window. By the way, I'm. Oh, well, it's oh, wait, It's coming in now. Okay. Here's Frank's window. Okay. So, Go ahead. Okay. So, so. Oh wow. Next, um, oh, thing that black. You, you oh, okay. I, see, I see I see what I've done. All right, so bear with me then. I, okay. It's all about... Um, I was sharing a window of the COVID-19 vaccine tracker on uh, Reuters, and they got a lot of work to do in Africa, if you believe any of these statistics. Iraq also, pretty low vaccination rates. So. Right. So is the screen coming up at all? Yeah, yeah that's a, that looks pretty significant. Okay, so, so in Australia... For the past 10, 15 years, the, the, the death rate has been falling. And in 2020, the standardised death rate was 4.6 deaths per thousand. So it's one of the lowest ever. In fact, it is easily the lowest ever. Uh, and the average age of, of people that they say died of COVID was like two years more than the, the um, average lifespan. Now that continued, but these, these numbers, these columns that I'm showing you here are for the state that I live in, Victoria. They're, they're the number of deaths registered month by month. And I've what I've done is accumulated in each column is 12 months data beforehand. So if you look at um, where I've got my indicator, September 2020, there were 42,000 deaths in the 12 months finishing September uh, 2020. And the, and the trend that had been observed for the last 10 years continued to happen in Victoria until April 2021, when the lowest number of registered deaths probably ever for the, and certainly for the population has occurred. So by April 2021, we were experiencing our healthiest outcomes and since then which is when the jabbing started we have seen a dramatic rise so that the end of may 2022 we're at one of the highest numbers 45,390 deaths in victoria to the 12 months ending may 2022 now i expect to see june jump this up again So then the question is, is, is that good news or bad news? You asked if I'm optimistic. Yeah. What we didn't talk about is optimistic. No, I'm sorry. I was tool. just talking about when you, when you put up the stuff about the, the people, so the deaths, as you see in, in, um, Coryville, yeah. in the, in the funeral homes, that's really what I'm, um, I was contrasting the, the data that I've got with that. That's all. Right. Right. And again, like we talked about a few shows ago, relatively speaking, it's not that much. A half a million deaths over billions of people is barely a rounding error. And then you said, well, for now, and you might be right, maybe it's going to get worse. And Tiago was relating his uh, paramedic friends in Toronto. The, their calls are up 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I've talked That's to uh, a guy I know, a former... Uh, 
former what's called a field FTO, a field training officer, and uh, he's an uh, advanced care paramedic in, in downtown Toronto. And there are all kinds of calls with cardiac arrest and stroke. He said, he said I would not believe it if I was there still working there at Toronto EMS. It's, does, Toronto does he EMS believe it's not related to the VAX? Oh, he believes it 100%. It's related to the VAX, absolutely. Do, do his yeah. com do his comrades uh, agree with that? Uh, some do, some don't. Yeah, some mm -hmm. are some are asleep at the wheel, and then mm -hmm. you know some are wide awake. Uh, but uh, the the numbers are absolutely incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. So to to get back to the question, am I optimistic? Um, for me, I'm not talking about for humanity. I am not optimistic at all for humanity. But for me, uh, being selfish, I'm mm -hmm. very optimistic. More parking spots for me. Very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, we, that's good. <laughs> we use that. So and the next way, question. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. I was going to just show you Russia here on this on this world fantastic little graphic that you can spin. It said, if you believe any of these numbers, not super skeptical of all the numbers, but it says 56% of Russians have got at least one dose and 51 have been fully vaccinated, which I believe is defined as two doses. Uh, at this time, although in Canada they've switched it free, I think, as of today. And I think they uh, just updated the language to be used, which is up to date, which doesn't give a number. It's just whatever the prevailing wisdom is of the day. So, well, I don't I believe this website at all, Tim. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's right. Reuters, but no, no, it has nothing to do with Reuters. It's on around Earth. I don't believe a, sec a second of it. All right. But if you, you believe mean a, any, you mean a baller, the, a the baller, earth is still right. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Baller. Thank you. If you take a look at some of these numbers, for instance, the Democratic Republic of the Congo is at two percent vaccination. I, for some reason, I want to believe these numbers when it comes to Central and uh, a lot of Africa. Now they'll just blame it on the fact that they don't have any money or they don't have an infrastructure. But pretty, pretty small numbers here pretty low numbers so maybe the africans have a memory of uh what's going what's been going on i don't even know where somalia is it's around here somewhere but i'm not popping up on the map for some reason oh wait maybe it's over here yeah so anyway some really low numbers in africa so tim i want to respect your time uh, we're up on an All hour right. and i have lots of questions so you want to go a little bit more or are you done no we'll go a bit more okay next we'll any likes the uh like the new here. format, yeah. Will the powers that be ban cryptocurrencies? I would say no. Right now, no. Well, okay. Let me change that. Will they ultimately ban cryptocurrencies? They might try, but I don't think they'll. Succeed. Yeah, they'll start with trying I, I, to regulate I think, them. Yep. Yeah, I, I think cryptocurrency is what's going to happen. That's what it is. Well, you're saying the digital central currency will be what they call cryptocurrency? Oh, okay. I see. There'll be yeah. a digital currency, whatever, whatever you, um, mm -hmm. you know, whether they try and block out other competitors. Sure, it's possible. Diego, did you have a thought? I didn't hear it. Yeah, initially they're gonna they're gonna try to regulate it. Absolutely. Um, if that doesn't work uh, in the future, what I can see them doing is once they have total control of your computer, uh, uh, your from your uh, through your internet service provider, 
they might just block out all all types of uh, you accessing any kind of a cryptocurrency wallet. So they might. I agree with that 100%. It's called KYC and AY, AML. KYC stands for Know Your Customer. AML is anti-money laundering. These are all bullshit excuses for them to control your wallet. So if you can't, if you don't have a good enough social credit score, you can't access your money. So they don't have to ban anything. They could just prevent the on-ramps and the off-ramps from being accessed. And that essentially bans cryptocurrency. Yeah. Next, are you a night person or a morning person? I'm a morning. <clears throat> I'm up most of the night till five in the morning. That would make you a night person. Mm -hmm. On karaoke nights, I'm up till two in the morning. And every other night, I'm in bed by 10. Hmm. I'm kind of the same way. I swing both ways. I can be either way. <laughs> And by Next, the way, you, do, you, COVID, do you paint I, your fingernails as well? No, I don't. I did <laughs> I go to a manicurist at one time, though. Oh, so, so metrosexual. On this map, on this COVID-19 vaccination tracker, the only country so far that I can't get a stat for is China. I try and click on it, nothing happens. I get Mongolia, which is a separate country, and I get Hong Kong, which is supposed to be part of China, but um, can't get China. It's quite interesting. What does that mean? I wonder. It means you're obsessed over this map. I would get over it. Okay. <laughs> Next, in a collapse scenario, will bullets be more valuable than gold? It's possible. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I think we have stumped the panel. You, you're, really, you're really comparing apples and oranges, aren't you? you, you it, sure. It's, uh, do you mean valuable? Do you mean more sought after? I, I don't know. I don't, the question was asked of me, so I don't know. Mm, I'd I say if, if, we're to, if we're talking about what's sought after, uh, gold is obviously not going to be much good to the um, the average Joe in a collapse scenario, is it? Compared to bullets? Yeah. Well, it depends if it's, it's gold, it's all, gold it's, all, it's all about the level of fear, isn't it? Okay. What yeah. do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if 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 um, if things are getting really grim in the USA, and and people are then starting to say, "Okay, I need to feed. I'm going to become. I'm going to go and get what I want." Then the people that have the things that are wanted are going to perhaps react um, with fear, and that will mean that they will want bullets more than gold. Because they, well, I suppose they could throw their gold bars at them, but I'm suspecting uh, they will think that shooting is more effective. For me personally, it's, um, you know, who knows what's going to be valuable. I'm hoping salt is going to be more valuable. Sure. Yeah, a little conflict a of billion, interest right there. Be a billionaire. <laughs> you run a well, salt that is I, mean, I guess an observation to make is, that what is money at any time alters. You know, salt was money at one stage. People were yeah. paid salary. And then it became uh, a bit of stick broken in two with marks on it and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it became letters of credit between, you know, people on the Crusades. And then it's, you know, then it became printed notes. And now it's becoming 
just electronic stuff going on in in your between your bank accounts um the things of value how do you store value it's very difficult to say okay there you go i think uh essentially what uh you know when a collapse happens um i think you have to first define what a collapse is in terms of uh, bullets or gold so if if a collapse means there's a much higher level of violence in, in that situation in that atmosphere then uh, absolutely bullets will be more valuable uh, they're going to be trading those bullets and uh you know other types of uh, guns and ammunition so it really depends on the environment that's around um, if it's uh, not a violent situation in terms of the collapse then gold will be more valuable but uh, it really depends on the uh, atmosphere and how what the level of violence is at that particular moment in time. Mm -hmm. Tim, I think uh, I don't think it's ever going to come to shooting and bullets. Personally, I agree. So you would say gold? Yeah, gold. Yeah, I would agree. Gold. Can I just go back to uh, on that on that topic? Just a thing of interest that occurred to me. In Africa, for a long time, the way that people exchanged value was to buy each other time on their phones. You know, you could buy credit. And, and the Africans used to swap credit as a way of um, paying for goods and services. Um, now that practically all phone programs are unlimited, I wonder if that um, way of currency exchange has died in Africa. It's, if anyone knows who's listening, I'd be interested. Yeah, all African users or visitors or or listeners, please uh, write in. We'd like to know. Okay. Next, what's your favorite place to visit? What's what's yours, Marcus? Heard it used to be Washington D.C. Why is <laughs> why is that? Though? It's an amazing town. It used to be an amazing town. And so much to offer. We we talked because I, I was going to go in 2019 and it just didn't happen um, before COVID. BC. It's the cleanest city, the greatest metro. Terrible mm -hmm. food town, but it's a little bit better. Um, just so many places to walk around and just it just yeah. breathtaking the amount of granite and old architecture. Yeah. Have you been there recently? Is it caged yeah. up? No. No. No, all the fences and cages and everything are down? I don't know about all, but I was um, disturbed by the dystopian nature of Washington, so much so that I won't ever go back unless things radically change. It is completely dystopian now, but there was no, I didn't see any cages. We, we would always go to the Ronald Reagan International Airport, which is off the metro line. So we take the metro in, go off, get at the airport get milkshakes and fries at um, Ben's Chili Bowl. And they have these big, huge, beautiful window windows so you can see the planes take off and land. And that would be just an amazing day trip for us. That is mm -hmm. all gone. Now you're not allowed to go even really in the airport. You can go to use a restroom. You can't go to any shops. You can't go to any restaurants. Everything is tracked. Everything is tracked. It's absolutely dystopian. It's crazy. What about you, Frank? Where's your favorite place to go? Well, my favorite place is Japan. Mm. But uh, I must say the, the place that you now miss, it sounded great, but obviously it's not any good anymore, 
I've never got to Washington, but it sounds great. Mm -hmm. Japan is a, an absolutely stunning country mm. in all sorts of ways. Mm -hmm. And I think the dollar vigilante was saying Japan is going to be the first to collapse financially. Does any does does Tiago know about that? Yeah, apparently they got the highest uh, debt in that country out of all the countries in the world is is uh, Japan. So. Um... In ter uh, debt in terms of i think uh, the ratio to their gdp but uh yeah it's possible who knows yeah now take my I, I keep forgetting my wife absolutely adores where you live so you probably won't want to go anywhere uh i don't i to be honest with you uh, i i particularly don't like living here um, I'd huh? rather live somewhere. I'm more of a hot weather. The only reason why I'm here is my daughter's here. And uh, as soon as she's old enough, then obviously I'm probably going to be leaving. But, but isn't uh, it like a she... breathtaking section of Canada? Beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful here. It's one of the, pro I'd say probably the most beautiful place in Canada. I've mm -hmm. been all wow. over Canada. The only other place that kind of compares is, is a little bit is British Columbia. British Columbia is really beautiful as well. Is that where Banff but, is? Uh, Banff That's is in Alberta. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. close to British but, Columbia. Though. It's very close. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Next province over. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Cape Breton Island is uh, is gorgeous. Be if it was like, you know, uh, I guess in American terms in Fahrenheit, if it was like 80, 90 degrees Fahrenheit all year round here, I would never leave. But uh, the winters just suck here. I'm right beside the Atlantic Ocean. I have a great view, um, but uh, it's just too cold. Too, you know, the snow and all this for six months out of the year. I hate it. I hate skiing. I hate outdoor stuff in the winter. I'm not a winter guy. So for so me, then back to the original question, what's your favorite place to visit then? Uh, I got two places. Number one is uh, Cayman Islands, uh, a place mm. in the Caymans called uh, Rum Point. That's uh, my where I, lo I love staying there. And the other place is... Salt Wait, what's it called? Rum? Rum as in the drink? Yes. R-U-M, Rum Point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then my other place is South Portugal, the Algarve. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful locations. Nice. Okay. Tim, you give me the five-minute warning when you're done. I got uh, like four more questions. All right, let's go through real quick. I don't really have a favorite place to visit because I don't. I haven't been to many places, so you can. Pass I thought you were going to say Disney World and really disappoint. No, yourself. no, no, that's not my favorite place. But I'm a, I'm a trooper. All right, next next question. What have you learned the most about the last two and a half years of the scam demic? That the mob is dangerous. Oh man, and, I, that's my number one answer too. And yeah. and democracy is um I learned I just I just looked up the difference between a democracy and, and a republic. Mm -hmm. And I really wish that uh, well I think that the republic, the notion of a republic has served the US better than most places as as it was to be expected, which means they can't pass any law that laws that violate the constitution. And we don't really have a constitution here. We just have a monarchy, uh, a franchise of the monarchy here where they can do whatever the hell they want. There's just no respect for the, the central law. It's sort of a, a farce as far as I'm concerned. So I think the Republic has held up well in the United States, better than uh, anywhere else in the world, although it's been violated all over the place. But overall, I think uh, the mob is dangerous. Democracy, rule by mob. Very dangerous. Okay. How about you, Tego? Sorry, can you repeat that question? You broke sure up there can. a little bit on my end. 
I can. You can call me Alex. What have you learned the most about the last two and a half years of the scamdemic? Honestly, the uh, thing that's uh, crystal clear to me is how stupid people are, to be honest with you. Yeah, really. so you're three for three here, yeah. Yeah, how agree. stupid and dumb they are. Like it's uh, like if you were to tell me three years ago, Diego, listen, this is how stupid people are. I wouldn't have <laughs> believed you. I really mm -hmm. would. You know, especially mm -hmm. the large, vast amount of percentage that we, you know, that we we've seen over the last few years, right? Yep. So for me, it's absolutely shocking to see how non-critical thinking and, and dumb that these people are. But, hey, live and learn, right? So. And you, Frank? Are you going to go I, four I for four on us? I largely agree with you. Yeah, well, I, I, I do. I, I, I largely agree with um, what Tim was saying, uh, but particularly about the USA. Um, it, a thing of mine is that... Um, you know, where the collective is causing you harm as an individual, you know, you really need to think about getting out of the collective. The other thing that's um, been, uh, I think I've learned a lot about is the legal system and, and how to make use of it and the, the idea of Roman law operating. I found that to be very, personally, very useful. Um, and something I think was discussed on this show yesterday. Oh, the, the talk with that um, the guy that wrote the book, Ab and his and his son. All right. Was yeah. how many people um, know that they shouldn't be doing these things, but just get, get along to go along. People's preparedness to do that um, has been a revelation to me. That that. Um, you know, a lot of people just know they shouldn't be taking these jabs. They know it, but it's. I'll post. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Frank. It's it's just a, a massive amount of go along to get along. It's yeah. um, painful to watch, really. Yeah. I'll post in the companion notes. It's called. It's a YouTube video called "The Five Laws of Stupidity," and I posted this in the Dark Side Telegram. And Omar, who's a very tough cookie to please, to say the least, he yeah. thought it was absolute gold. So I'll post that in the companion notes. It's a little bit too long to play right now. So let's get back to the rest of the questions. Uh, okay. So we got that. Allegedly, the World Economic Forum's mission this year is to regain the trust of the people. What could the underlying agenda be? One more time, please, Marcus. Oh, sorry. Allegedly, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum, their mission this year is to regain. Uh, the, let me give some background on this question. Allegedly, some intrepid reporters broke into Davos for their meeting a couple weeks ago and listened in, and they were the the Klaus Schwabs of the world were concerned that they need to regain the trust of people. So again, allegedly, that, right? the World Economic Forum's mission this year is to regain the trust of people. What could the underlying agenda be? So in other words, this person is laughing just like you, Frank, and saying, well, that's just an excuse. What, what's really going on? Does anyone know? Does anyone care? <laughs> well, so the reason they're saying those things is a bit, well, to me, it's exactly, it, it's analogous with the, the Justin Bieber thing. Yeah. You know, they are just acknowledging that yes. there's some serious stuff going on here uh, and that they have um, exposed themselves. 
and they're trying to make out they're all innocent and you know there's nothing to see here yeah we really are good guys and we just need to it's just a trust problem yep yeah gabriel said here in the comments we should uh should go to texas i love texas gabriel it's beautiful i've been to houston and uh austin and texarkana i love it it is hot when i was in houston it was i was dying it's really hot there i was there for a few days for a conference but uh yeah tim well the world economic forum i think what they're trying to say is we haven't convinced 100 percent of the people in the world to right fall in line with our program so we got to right. try a lot harder because there's a right. lot of resistance right so i think that's the real thing right people are taking it the wrong way sure I, I, seriously what, what what resistance is there there's none here yeah <laughs> that's true canada as well the the resistance is low it's very low uh, canada is very eager to become the first post nation state but we're we're in, we're not necessary and that's probably why they're they're pushing our countries really hard they would like it to be 100 percent here so uh, mm -hmm. but outside of this area i don't know if um so we're going to be the first country where they eliminate smallpox from is that is that it well, we're going to be the first country where they eliminate countries yeah that's what um, i mean you know it's, yeah. it's it's where they it's where they say their victory speech mm -hmm. yeah oh for sure yeah because all right i have two questions i'm sorry go ahead yeah two more that's, that's two more yep with everything with everything going on should i buy land i think you can never go long, go wrong buying land they just don't make more land the old trope it's true uh, yeah. where the question is where <laughs> and when yeah well i i, I have a different view it, if if you have a desire to do something and you have the opportunity to do it seize the day yeah right so an example of that is in my case i was able to buy a plane a, a while ago i've always you know i've wanted one for a long time and all of a sudden they became very inexpensive in the usa um and so i grabbed it and now it's all at a dog's breakfast if you have if you are sitting on enough money to buy the land that you want regardless of the price it's what you want Go and do it. If you have to borrow a whole lot of money to do it and you're placing yourself in jeopardy, then that seems foolish. Mm -hmm. If you can borrow a whole lot of money on a contract where if it all goes wrong, you can just walk away and not left with the debt, then it's probably okay. Yeah, here in the United States, you can lease land and walk away if you want to. So there's all sorts of, um, it, it's really circumstantial. It's really just about, you know, as I said, to me, if it's something you've wanted to do and you're in the position to do it, that's all that counts. Mm -hmm. Because money isn't a real thing. If you lose money, what does that mean? Nothing. You've still got the land. The land will still be the land whether you it has a higher value or lower value it won't alter anything and when you die all your money goes back to the casino etc you can't take money with you and you can't take the land with your either abs um marcus Mark. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right final question okay what's the craziest story you've never shared with us i don't have one 
I I probably do too much talking. <laughs> That's the craziest story you've as, as sure? a general rule. So I, if I I probably let it out already, so I don't really have anything crazy. Sorry, I'm not a crazy guy. I'm not a wild and crazy guy. Was that a Steve Martin thing? <laughs> that is. <laughs> or I thought it was Bob Barker. That went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> you should be a comedian. No, I should not. <laughs> Something tells me that there's going to be a tie for the best story here between Tiago and Frank. So someone's got to come up with something. Frank, great. you know what? Frank does the uh, karaoke thing. So I that's bet what you, I'm thinking. I bet you he's gotten into some pretty but good. But Tiago, you're the ladies' man, so you sound like you got a good story. Oh, I, you know, I can't disclose those kind of stories because your wife. Oh, so you're, oh, you have a story, but you're not willing to reveal it. All, all the ladies, uh, potential uh, fake, Mrs. Fakeologists are listening. So yeah, I got I to kind of be a nice boy, but if it was just the boys talking, yeah, we would definitely have a. Yeah, it's, it's too public yeah. for those kind of yeah, stories. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the craziest story. Oh man, that's. Do uh, you have a good paramedic crazy story? Because that that would be interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. one of one of my first calls actually was on Highway 401, which is one of the major. It, it is the major highway in uh, yeah. Toronto, and uh, right. and I was just you know fresh out of school. Uh, still uh, green to the whole paramedic thing and uh, one of my first calls was uh, a motorcycle uh that hit a, a a lamp pole i guess along the highway so oh boy. yeah so i went uh i went down into the ditch the guy was in the ditch and uh you know i seen the body there it was beside the motorcycle but off in the distance maybe 50 feet off in the distance i see i see the guy's helmet so my uh, partner, uh, he's a was a senior paramedic at the time. He calls me over. He says, "Yeah, let's go get that helmet because we got to bring it in, uh, and the coroner's going to want to see it." Um, I'm like, "Okay, no problem." So we go. He picks up the helmet. He uh -oh. turn he tur he turns around. Uh -oh. he, he flips the visor, and he says, okay. "Do you want to say anything? <laughs> you want to say anything to the patient?" <laughs> and, and, the, and the guy's head was in there. So, uh -oh. it, was a, so it was a little yeah. So it's a little bit of. Uh, you know, paramedic type humor on the job. Sort of gore. Yeah, I love it. Gore, yeah. So uh, oh. but that was his head. His head. He's, that was his head was straight separate. out of Hammer movies, wasn't it? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that kind of that kind of was a great introduction uh, to the paramedic community for me. I was I didn't know they were that sick, at, you know, like me on my level. But uh, it was kind of funny. But some people listening to this might think that's crazy. But uh, paramedics have that sixth sense of, you know. Okay, I'm I'm revising my bet, my wager, and I'm going to say that you you're going to win the crazy story. It's not going to be a tie between uh, you and Frank. Yeah. No, there's nothing nothing really that uh, I haven't disclosed already in craziness um, that I would be prepared to disclose. Really, hmm. I mean, the only crazy thing for me was that I, you know, operated on the assumption the Earth was a spinning. It was flat and but believed it was spinning and i studied nuclear physics and thought nuclear bombs were real that's mm -hmm. but i've told those stories a million times it, it just makes me laugh though mm -hmm. there's a no agenda funny clip i was trying to find and his head is gone i can't remember who said that though so i can't find it it would have been funny to play well marcus did you give your crazy story no i'll tell you Okay. When I was maybe 17 or 18 years old, I was friends with Gordy Fenninger. Gordy Fenninger was the son of the Fenninger family who owned the Radnor Hotel in Radnor, Pennsylvania. And he was rich. 
and we were hanging out. It was summertime at the pool and Gordy's like, I want to have fun and I'm bored. I said, great. What do you want to do? He goes, let's go to Philadelphia and get a blowjob. I said, okay. So we drove in his car, went to seventh and one block off a of market, went down an alleyway. Gordy was, got his blowjob on the front of the car and I was in the back seat of the car and I was freaking out because some woman came up to me who wanted to do something and she, and she was the ugliest thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> that always sucks. And she, and I rolled down my window sheepishly and she started talking to me and I, I, she goes, do you have any money on you? And I, I didn't, I don't want to give her any money. I said, yeah, I get like five bucks. She goes, well, for $5, I'll let you squeeze my titties. I said, I'll pass. I can squeeze my sister's titties for free. <laughs> kind of funny. I like that. That's my crazy story. Okay. <laughs> that I don't think I've ever shared. <laughs> but were you telling the truth? That's all I need to know. Was it the no, I, I had a lot of I had a lot of money. I had a lot of money on me. No, that wasn't the bit I was asking the truth about. Oh. <laughs> no, the whole story is your, absolutely your true. Sisters, you could squeeze, squeeze your oh, sisters. Oh, no, that, that was a lie. She wouldn't let me have a, Oh, yeah, you do have a sister. That's true. I do, yeah. That'd be weird. All right. Well, that was a good show. That was different. It is 2020, Tiago. Let's be 2020. I know. I forgot about the transgenderatory stuff. <laughs> Not really. Well, that was a different show. I appreciate it. Um Maybe next week we could do a different kind of show. Maybe everyone bring a topic to the table and we can expound and expand. We want to try something like that. Less yeah, work we, for me. I'm willing to keep doing it. It's less yeah, work for me. Whatever you want absolutely. To do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So we can do it a little differently, but Marcus will have a standard backup questions and you have a lot of submitted questions. That was pretty interesting. Uh, that's that's like your ask Marcus of the past shows in the past years for yeah. stump Marcus. Yeah. I'm glad you're still getting that kind of uh, feedback on your site. That's great. Mm -hmm. And Tim, I got your, uh, your email there about the, uh, key for the facebook thingy um yeah so, that was uh, ellis yeah. uh suggestion you give me a temporary key yes. that uh just to get in and that might make it easier to stream but i'm not sure if, if i can do more than one facebook but it doesn't matter i i don't have anyone on my facebook so yeah we'll uh we'll definitely make it happen absolutely and uh we'll we'll touch base again before then and uh We'll do a little test run, if you will, and uh, make sure everything's running properly. But yeah, we'll get it done. Yeah, that's Sunday you're talking about where we're going to try and uh, do a vaccine injury phone-in show to your large Facebook group, which you've never tried before. So we don't know what kind of response, if any, we're going, going to get from that group, how active it is. Oh, I think it's going to be uh, super active. I mean, is that I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I post uh, something on there. Let's say, for example, I post, uh, hey, everyone, can you please share the group? Uh, have a safe weekend, whatever. And just okay. on that that kind of thing alone, I could see the metrics on that. I'm getting like 4,000 views just on that. Yeah, that's really tremendous, your, your response. And, and a lot of people in some other think tanks think that the whole vaccine injury thing is just not real. And uh, I don't know a lot of people that are vaccine injured uh, I, I i've solicited stories from people i know and they always come up with something 
but it'd be really interesting if we get real people calling in or uh, maybe some really interesting accounts because uh, there's so much bakery and simulation going on it really makes things confusing yes so we get some real voices that we that we can somehow believe or sort of verify i don't know how we do that but it could be it could be interesting yeah it's worth a try right i mean uh yeah i think it'll be pretty good i think you get you'll get at least a few people calling in and uh sharing some of their stories Okay, and Gabriel liked the show, and I like the show too. It's a different format, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll all reconvene next Thursday, guys, if that's okay. Anyone uh, taking any summer summer time off? That's also fine. So just let us know. If you can't make it. I'm I'm in. Always in. No, no, Thursday's no, no, my yeah. bachelor night. So yeah, just I'm just thinking about it now for in the next couple. Of, no, yes. Um, what do you call it? The uh, airlines here in Canada finally uh, let us non-vaccinated travelers get on a plane. So uh, I might take a trip with my daughter somewhere. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted to come out to your neck of the woods, but I have to make sure we can coordinate something uh, with my family because everyone has their own interests at this, at this later ages. So may or may not happen but uh, otherwise i'm 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 happy to sit still on my on my days off but i wouldn't mind coming to the last part of canada that I really haven't seen and, and that's actually coincidentally where you live diego but uh, i wouldn't bother you I'd just maybe stop in and say hi have a long island iced tea with you if that if that came to pass but I, i'm a little my wife is a little leery of just going out in public with uh, all the zombies. There's still a great yeah. unease between just the people <laughs> in general, and we just don't want to have any confrontations or issues. I think it works both ways for the, the zombies and the people that have avoided all the uh, nonsense. So. But that makes for well, good content. Why would you miss out on that? Mm-hmm. Then you can come home and then bitch about it. Yeah, yeah well, just, this is the worst it's the worst here, right? Here in Cape Breton. This is the most uh, left-wing, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, put it this way. All the Ukrainian, every second house and car over here has got a Ukrainian flag. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Is that still, know. they've still got the flags there? Oh, they got two flags, actually. They got the Ukrainian flag and then all you, and then the other flag. The, rest, every, the pride it, flag. It, yeah, the rainbow fucking whatever you call mm. it the rainbow nonsense uh like it's even yeah. painted on the floors on the buildings uh, you know like it's incredible like it yeah i'm like what the hell's going on here man <laughs> yeah so it's those interactions of those particular people so for instance if we were at a bed and breakfast or a hotel and we had a we're given a hard time that's not something that um, we're too interested in doing at this time because i think the zombie factor is still very high in many parts I- of canada yeah, are the people that running the beauty shops um, paying sign-on bonus to manicurists for all the fingernails being painted? What's going on? Is there any pressure on the manicurist market? <laughs> Frank, you've tried oh. that. <laughs> you've brought that observation a few times tonight. Uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, uh, it's Pride Month. He's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so June I've, is Pride Month. Yeah, all month. Yeah. It'll be oh, quite why... summer next year. Oh, okay. I was wondering what the hell all the, the rainbow crap is around me oh, over here. My I, didn't, I didn't even know. Come on, yeah. Diego. We were talking about how earlier all the corporations have done their best to um, bring the woke, the wokeism, the pride wokeism over. And actually, Tom McDonald 
did something really good, I believe, that somebody played today. Well, um, where's where's my flag? I'm a straight uh, I'm a straight man. I don't have a flag. I don't have a month. Oh, you'll get your house burned if you put up a straight flag. That's a BLM <laughs> action right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How oh, dare you? You're, you're just an LGBT guy in denial. That's all yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Frank, have you ever seen what I look like? No. Are you going to show us? <laughs> go to go to my Facebook. You'll see. Okay. Oh, okay. Here, do you want me to? Here, I'll, uh, I'll was... uh, post it in the notes here for you guys, so you can. Uh, I'm actually a really uh, feminine type looking guy. Oh, nice. Oh, that's good. Actually, I, was I can't see anything. Tom McDonald, Tom McDonald Pride thing because it was kind of funny. He's a rapper in uh, Edmonton. I, of course, oh, I okay. can't find it. There, uh, the there, chats are the biggest there you giveaway, go, Frank. obviously. There you go, Frank Marcus. Yeah. There's my Facebook. <laughs> I, can't I can't tell if he's it's so small i can't tell if he's being facetious or not <laughs> is this facetiousism oh. fascism anyway all right guys i'm gonna wrap her up and uh right. thank hour 33 yeah thanks Dave. all right all right take care everybody good one uh, adios all of it.